0: Welcome back, everybody, to another Power Rankings edition of the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Hrissadulu. It is June 12th, 2021, and today we are discussing the final AFC team of our Power Rankings, the AFC East. Now, this is a division with a lot of potential. Um, you know, a lot of hopes franchise quarterbacks have been drafted. And, you know, there's a lot to, to a lot to really dissect, I think, about the AFC East, a lot of questions and things that we're going to be looking to see get answered as we roll through the early parts of the season. And really just how good some of these draft picks are going to end up being for some of these teams, some of the free agent signings, a lot of of money has been spent the last couple of years in free agency by this division. So a lot to get into, a lot to talk about. So let's dive right into the thick of things. If you have not seen a Power Rankings video before, my Power Rankings will be shown to my left here as you guys can see the numbers going down from 1 to 4. The way we do these is organized by worst to first. So we start with the number 4 team, obviously culminating into the number 1 team. Now, for the number 4 team, um, this was probably I feel like I say this a lot about every single division it's funny but this was probably the easiest of the four uh, and this is not to knock you guys New York however I will go ahead and put at number four the New York Jets now there is a lot to be excited about in New York this is a team that is in full rebuild mode they just drafted at the number two spot what they hope to be their franchise quarterback for the next next 10 to 15 plus years in Zach Wilson so a lot of things to be excited about they've been they're working with a treasure trove of draft picks this year next year so a lot to be excited for in New York with the uh, you know the addition of head coach Robert Salah it seems like Joe Douglas who was somebody I was kind of on the fence about early on is uh, it seems like he's really trying to write this ship in the right direction so exciting to see some of the things uh you know but as for like them being at number four they were the second worst team last Last year, And there were so many holes to fill in the roster. And honestly, you could argue at times they were they might have even been the worst team in the league. Uh, it, it, on top of that, you get a rookie QB coming in with a depleted roster that's trying to, you know, reset and rebuild. There are some pieces to like. Uh, But again, there's just so much that needs work in New York. This is a team that, you know, one, two years down the road with a couple of strong free agencies and on top of that strong drafts, you could really get excited about this team. But I will say this. I have them at number four. I expect them to win no less than five to seven games, though, next year. I think Zach Wilson is talented enough that, you know, with the right pieces around him and with the right coaching with Robert Salah, you know, they could win some games. They could surprise and steal a game or two here and there. They might even be better than what I'm predicting. Who knows? Zach Wilson could be the savior of New York. But I do think, you know, five to seven wins at least is probably the floor for this team. Things are looking good in New York. It might be another tough year as a Jets fan. However, there is a lot to be expected. For going down the road, and I mean, I think anyone in New York, as, as a Jets fan, that is, will be excited to watch the progression of Zach Wilson and see how Robert Salah does reforming this team and really building a culture that he will be able to, be, you know, run. And everyone, I think, will appreciate over there in New York. Now, going in at the number three spot, um, this was the two and three spot pretty. Pretty difficult for me to decide on. Um, It took me a long time to be okay with the picks that I had at these two spots here. Uh, And this might come to a surprise to some people. I know that, you know, these two teams the Dolphins at number three, I guess, without trying to hold off any longer. Some Dolphins fans might be a little bit frustrated with me on this one, considering that the Patriots went seven and nine last year and they went 10 and six. Um, The reasoning for the Dolphins being at number three is more because of what new England did than what the Dolphins didn't. So The reason I have Dolphins at number three, they lost Ryan Fitzpatrick who, you know, he won some big games for them and was a solid leader for that team. There's still some questions about the deep ball with Tua and, you know, is he really going to be the guy over there in Miami? Um, I will say this. He did go six and three last year as a starter, so I don't think he gets as much credit as he should. Um, I do think he he gets a little bit of flack in in, on things he maybe shouldn't, or you know, there's things that are being oversighted in how he was, you know, in the team that he was playing with, and just his overall situation. But I will say he, you know this is a prove-it-year for him. He needs to produce if he's going to be the guy over there in Miami. He does have some solid pieces they went after. Jalen Waddle in the draft, you know, so a lot to be excited about. Mike Gusecki's, you know, a young emerging tight end that they have over there in Miami as well. And then, obviously, you have Devontae Parker, so a nice setup there. And then on top of that, you know, some good defensive picks in Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland, and Liam Eichenberg on the offensive line there. Some people considering the Miami Dolphins draft picks to be, you know, or draft class, excuse me, to to be one of the best in the league if not the best and in my personal opinion is one of the stronger draft classes as well um, this was already a solid roster and it only got better with the draft so this could easily be a swap at two and three between the Patriots and the Dolphins and obviously that will kind of spoil who I have at number three here or number two here rather being the New England Patriots. So Dolphins fans, trust me, I hear you if you're, you know, being like, wow, you picked the Patriots seriously. There is just a lot with the Patriots, uh, in my opinion, that kind of pushes them just a little bit ahead because, I, you know, There's so much that can go into that. People say that, you know, winning in free agency doesn't win you games in the regular season. And I agree with that to an extent. But, you know, a lot of these teams that we've seen spend a bunch of money in free agency were not the New England Patriots and did not have the coaching staff that New England has. So I give them a little bit more in terms of like... Uh, I don't know what the word would be precisely, but like I just I give them a little bit more credence, I guess, with like going in and spending all the money that they did. Now the Patriots, they had a quarter billion off season, so and that's no stranger to anybody. One hundred twenty-five million dollars spent going through picking up, you know, um, Hunter Henry, Johnu Smith. Nelson Aguilar, um, Matthew Judon. I mean, th- they went after everybody that first tampering period, that first day of tampering over there in free agency. And I mean, there's so much to like about what New England did with the pieces that they brought in. A defense that was pretty strong, that only got stronger with some of the additions as well. Um, you know, th- Again, this is a great coaching staff that brought in some serious pieces on a team that went seven and nine that probably should have been closer to like five and 11 or four and 12. But, you know, obviously that coaching staff they have there was able to will that team to seven and nine, Uh, you know, Mac Jones. Being the draft pick that they have, I think he landed in the absolute best situation for him, coming from a super stacked and great coaching, uh, stacked team, excuse me, and great coaching staff in Alabama, then moving into the new NFL with arguably the best coach of all time. And then, you know, there's some solid pieces now around him. It seems like new England's going to go back to that controlling the middle of the field with the two tight end sets, kind of what they were they big on in the early 2010. So there's a lot to like about them. They boast one of the strongest defensive units. They're getting guys back like high tower. So, there's a lot to like about what's going on in New England, uh, and again, this could very easily be me just oversighting because of the the all the pieces that they brought in through free agency and some of the strong draft picks they had as well. Uh, but I feel comfortable putting New England at number two here, just because of the coaching staff and all of the pieces they brought in. I think that you know, with Cam Newton having another year in the system, if he ends up being the starter, or if Mac Jones really is as good at memorizing things, you know, it could be. A really big year for New England, in my opinion. Uh, but that's where I'm going to put them, is at the number two spot. Now, at number one, I'm going to go ahead and put the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this is a team that is kind of just, like, locked and reloaded in, and they're getting ready to head back for another AFC Championship game. Um, you know... the some solid signings in free agency, some good draft picks as well. They had one of the better draft classes, in my opinion. Most of last year's team is back. They got younger at edge rusher, which is a positive as well. So, and that's probably the biggest need that they had was towards the end of the year, they really lost the pass rush. And, you know, that was something that a lot of people were talking about coming out of that game against Kansas City. So, in my opinion, Buffalo is the number one team of the AFC East. Uh, I don't I don't really foresee any of the other teams knocking them off. The Dolphins would have to have a really monstrous year to be able to surpass them. Um, And again, New England, I'm so torn between Miami and new England being at that two and three spot. Like new England could very well be number three and the Dolphins could be right back in that number two spot. I think if like, and this goes against how I'm organizing the teams, but if the Dolphins really hit on their draft picks and their team was really that good last year and it got even better with what they did this offseason, I think the Dolphins more so than the Patriots would be more likely to overtake Buffalo. But I mean, if Buffalo's not winning 13, 14, 15 games next year, obviously they have the extra game added this year. It's a 17-week season now, or excuse me, 18-week season, 17 games. Uh, I would be shocked if the Bills don't win a monster load of games this season but that is what I'm looking at for the AFC East I would love to know what you all think in the comment section down below if you have not already like the video comment share subscribe all that good stuff and again fire down to the comment section below let me know what you guys think of these AFC rankings here I love to see your guys' opinions and you know go back and forth to guys for the reasonings as to why you think someone should be here or there so please let me know down below but Other than that, I am Ethan Hrisadulu. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. I'll catch you guys next time with another video. Have a good one.